I've now spent years trying to find that balance of both, especially when it comes into the professional workplace of me being able to be seen and respected and be seen as an individual that has opinions, that um, is intellectual, that is analytical, but then also has this more intuitive, much more feminine flair to me. And I believe that that truly is my superpower. And I think when someone embodies both energies within themselves, they acknowledge it and they embody it and the fullness and the richness of what that means for them, that that's really where we come into our true essence. That's where we really truly find our magic. And podcast. My name is Farah. I'm your host. And today's episode is all about understanding the masculine and feminine energy within you and how to create more balance between the two of them. And this concept was definitely introduced to me when I started yoga teacher training. So I remember we were learning about the asana, the postures. And within yoga, there is um, a yoga sutra that addresses that every asana should embody sthira, which is strength, and sukha, which is ease. And that also could be sthira, that masculinity, you know, more rigidity, or even more of a solar energy. And then sukham, which is associated with more feminine, softness, playfulness, ease, flow, um, more of that lunar energy. And within everything in our world, there's always this balance of both of those. And, you know, even if you think of the symbol of the yin and the yang, there is that, you know, those two fish that are, you know, one is up above, one's below it, and then there's a little piece of each one in the light and in the darkness. And even within those um, kind of uh, metaphors of what this masculine and feminine energy and what they represent within um, our world and our lives. And one thing that when I was researching and kind of preparing for this episode, something that I really jumped out at me and I think is so incredibly true is that one does not exist without the other, period. Light does not exist without darkness. You can't see light if you've never seen dark. There cannot be good without some evil. That you can't recognize happiness without experiencing sadness. You can't, these opposition, these opposites exist in these contradictory statements and philosophies and perspectives exist in every single aspect of our lives. And I think that both are required in order to be complete, to be whole, that we're all truly one. And that both of those energies reside within everybody. And when I was younger, I think I leaned, you know, I, depending on what situation I was in and where I was at, and honestly, I'm very adaptable. So depending on who I was around, I would lean more, in, more into my feminine or more into my masculine. But I think I have this natural tendency to try to create more balance wherever I'm at. I very much like a harmonious environment. So for me, if there was a lot of masculine energy, I would lean into my feminine in order to counter it. If it was a lot of feminine energy, I would lean more into my masculine in order to counter it. So I've always kind of teetered, but I think naturally I'm inclined. Um, well, yeah. I'll go into more detail about my astrology. Sometimes, and I think your astrology, if you know what your astrology signs are, this can be helpful. Your big three is probably going to be the biggest influence. And then there's lots of other planets and different houses that also play a part. But 
within my big three, I am a Cancer, which is the most feminine of all of the signs. It's represent, represented by the moon. It's the mother of the zodiac. They're known for being really sensitive, emotional, um, very nurturing types of people. And that very much is a huge part of who I am. However, I'm also part Leo. That's my ascendant. So that's my first impression. So when people first meet me, I think that they get this more confident, more dominant, straightforward, um, playful, but like action-oriented, kind of zesty, like spicy individual. And very much both of those are who I am. And there is a balance of both within me, but I've almost spent years fluctuating on this pendulum from one extreme to the next, especially when it comes to conflict. So I either I'm like very passive and super sweet and I just want to do everything to make sure everything's okay and I want to make sure someone feels seen and loved and heard. But then, then there's also you piss me off and I go to this extreme where I'm like, and then it's like fuck around and find out as I've said on other podcasts but then this very aggressive more dominant personality comes out as almost like a defense mechanism and I've now spent years trying to find that balance of both especially when it comes into the professional workplace of me being able to be seen and respected and be seen as an individual that has opinions that um, is intellectual, that is analytical, but then also has this more intuitive, much more feminine flair to me. And I believe that that truly is my superpower. And I think when someone embodies both energies within themselves, they acknowledge it and they embody it and the fullness and the richness of what that means for them, that that's really where we come into our true essence. That's where we really truly find our magic. And over time, I've been able to kind of lean into both of these energies. And one of the first ways I was exposed to this concept as a whole was within yoga. And every asana or every posture, as it's described in the Yoga Sutras, should be an embodiment of masculine and feminine energy, or sthira, which is strength, and sukham, ease. And they're even within a very strong posture, like um, like a lunge or a warrior two or three or one or whatever, any, any standing strong posture, you're going to still be the balance of both. So you have your legs, you have all this effort, which is also associated with that masculine energy. And it needs to be balanced by some ease, otherwise you burn out. If you're always on the go, when do you ever rest? So even within each posture, I always like cue this within my classes. Can you be that strength? Can you honor and kind of recognize and acknowledge the power that's surging through you while also seeing and in incorporating a little bit of softness within your face, within your shoulders, within your hands, within some aspect of your body in order to balance it yourself out so that you do find that kind of suspended space between both, that, that perfect balance of the yin and the yang and how that comes up in someone's life and where you find the balance and how you find the balance is what I want to talk more about. So, so often, you know, masculine feminine is associated with just like gender, which is absolutely not true because everyone embodies both energies and both types. So even as a cisgendered straight female, I very much possess masculine qualities and I possess a lot of feminine qualities as well. Men, women, transgendered, whoever you identify it as, there is a balance of both of those energies within you and being able to lean into which one that you might not be as inclined to is key. So first things first, I would really encourage you to even just write down what it means to be feminine. 
what it means to be that yin energy. What does that represent within your life and characteristics within yourself or even just in general when you think of that? What do you picture? What do you see? And I would say, you know, write down five or six things, but also kind of any kind of perception of negative or positive inclination for it as well. Are these deemed in a, you know, a bright light? Is this seen as a positive characteristic or is it seen as a negative characteristic? And then, you know, journal for a few moments about what masculinity means to you. And again, having just as an objective view on like what those traits are, but then really recognizing, do I see these in a positive light or do I deem that these are negative qualities and traits? And just take some time to do that. Um, you know, you can do it later, you can do it now. Um, but I think that that, we all have implicit bias. You know, implicit bias tends to get brought up when it comes to racism. and. As someone who is um, mixed, I very much <laughs> experience this implicit um, racism on a regular basis, but it's very true, but I think that it can come up in a lot of different areas. And I think also the implicit bias that we have within our minds about what it means to be feminine and what it means to be a masculine and what we naturally maybe are falling so far to one side because we deem the other one as a negative traits or qualities. You know, like it's not something that really gets talked about very much, but is integrated and integral into everything that we do within our lives. So recognizing what does it mean to be feminine to you? What does it mean to lean into that lunar, more yin energy? And then the opposite. What does it mean to be more masculine? What does it mean to be um, more solar or that yang energy? Identifying any kind of biases you have about either one. And then also recognizing which one do you naturally lean more into? Because I think no matter what you identify or your gender, you might naturally be more of a feminine male. Well, then some females, like I'm very much an alpha female. I grew up in a family of alpha females. Like if you met my mom and my sisters, we're a bunch of like lionesses walking around. Like we don't, we don't mess around around our parts. And so I naturally, I, I don't even recognize it within myself. Like I think I'm so chill and I'm like, so peace, love, like all's well. But I have very, very much a very obvious, and I hear this from a lot of people, I have a very obvious masculine energy to me too, that I present very feminine, um, especially in the way I dress and kind of the softness of like how I present myself. And I think I'm very like nurturing and naturally empathetic. So very often that's what people first recognize and see within me. But I have this confidence. I have this assertiveness. I have this straightforwardness. I have this drive and um, passion that is in me too that I think can be very much associated with more of that masculine energy. And I embody both. And I definitely think of both are equally important within myself. And I'm able to see myself in both of those lights and deem both of them as positive and negative things depending on which way. And I think when we find the um, that equilibrium within our own lives, then we can start to recognize how we can create more of that um, harmonious interplay of both of the energies within ourselves. And with that, I, so you might then journal on which one you lean more into. And then I think it also depends on setting and time and place. Like when I'm in my work mode, I literally say work mode because I'm like much more leaning into my masculine energy, especially within my real estate um, career. So when I'm having to interact with clients, when I am having to, you know, shoot stats at someone or I'm needing to negotiate or have these conversations, 
I very much lean more into my masculine energy. But while I'm teaching yoga or I'm with a coaching client or I'm in more of this counseling soft mentality, then I'm going to lean a little bit more into my intuitive nature, my more feminine nature. But I'm still recognizing and I'm still integrating little bits and pieces on both sides. So even within, you know, while I'm in a negotiation, I'm very receptive to what the other person's saying. I'm listening to what the other person's saying. I'm recognizing their needs and their wants. I'm also using my intuition in order to guide the conversation. I laugh. I'm very pleasant. So I'm still very much like this, like you know, collaborative person, even when I'm in a negotiation, but I'm still direct. I communicate my needs. I'm able to um, be very um, forthcoming with what my objective is and how I plan to accomplish it and very goal oriented, but I can be soft within that as well. I can be flexible. And then when I go into, you know, the teaching setting, just using these two as an example, when I'm teaching yoga, I'm tapping fully into my intuition. Like I am very much like I have a plan of what I'm trying to do, but I'm very um, much more, you know, I go into receptive mode. I literally like turn it on. I have like a little bit of like a ritual I do before I teach to get me into that mindset. It's almost like more of a meditation um, for exercise for me to even teach. And so from there, I like candles, I slow down, I start to breathe, I start to lean into the being instead of the doing. And I think the being is often associated with that more lunar energy while the doing is the masculine energy. But as I'm a commanding a classroom and I'm like helping support my students and I'm directing them and I am leading them essentially, I have to possess some of that masculine energy even while I'm tapping into my intuition and honestly being a conduit for messages to flow through me. So there is that kind of, again, interplay of both of those, even in different tasks and different situations that I'm in, I'm always recognizing the balance of both. And honestly, the importance of both in everything that I do, even when I'm with um, you know, friends or family or I'm hanging out with them, you know, depending on who I'm around, I definitely always am like countering the energy that I'm around. So if like I'm around really masculine people, I tend to lean more on my feminine. Well, if I'm around really feminine people, I tend to lean a little bit more into my masculine energy. And in relation, oh, we could go into a whole conversation about relationships and that's for another day. But I think that there is, because so much of when we're engaging with someone is that we're also kind of balancing the energy that they're giving off and what we possess as individuals. And then how do those immerse with one another? And that gets very complicated because I think it's easy to replicate what you're around to um, amplify that. And then it's also easy to, um, you know, if someone's more masculine than you to cower and to lean fully into the feminine. And for periods of my time, my life, I've done that. You know, I've definitely leaned far more into my feminine where to the point where I was like borderline depressed, I was very submissive. I was very um, soft and that's also when I got pregnant, funny enough, but I was very... Um, soft and I was very like intuitive and slow and just like more sensual in everything that I was doing but I was all the way in that realm that I really lost the side of my like more masculine nature because I was so in my feminine so then to be able to balance like for me to been like you know to work out so then I actually started exercising more because that helps me kind of connect to my strength and my power um, to be in sun like simply even just to be in sun more, I needed to be exposed to vitamin D on a more regular basis. That was important for me. 
to state my needs, to stand up for myself, to be able to be direct in my delivery and to have the confidence to be able to do that helped me lean more into my masculine to balance out all my intuitive, my more naturally feminine traits that I honestly think is I'm more inclined to be. But, you know, society, our realities, our situations, our careers, our relationships, all of those play a part in molding kind of what we might um, portray on the day to day. So if you're kind of, you're going through this and you're kind of trying to understand it for yourself, journaling, extremely important just to be able to be, um, kind of take a step back and see what this, how this gets represented within your life. Um, maybe situations where you are more in your masculine, moments where you are more in your feminine. And then also seeing like, how do I create a balance of both? And I think, especially for women, we tend to live in this hyper-masculine world where we're required to do it all, to be these super women, um, especially as you know, moms, like we're, we have to run our house, take care of our children, um, you know, be the leader of our families, uh, also in every aspect, and then also within our careers. But then also, you know, then we're like forced to then like, okay, and also be super feminine and soft and sensual and slow and rest. When it's like, well, how the hell do you expect me to do all of that? How am I supposed to get anything done if I'm leaning all the way on my feminine? And I was just listening to a podcast about this. And, you know, she was talking about, like, allowing yourself to be supported, which is not something I'm good at. Allowing yourself to sit back and see, like, allow other people to give to you. And, you know, sometimes we see the giver is more of a feminine to be generous. And I think that's very much a part of that. But also this doing, this exerting, this efforting is very much the masculine. So when we give ourselves time, space to just truly be is the ultimate gift of leaning into our feminine. To take a long bath, to pour into ourselves is that more feminine energy to laugh, to play, to be silly, to be sensual, to be able to own kind of our bodies, to be creative. Like all of these things can be ways that we exercise our feminine qualities and to be able to cultivate more of it within our life, to dance. Like there's so many different ways to be able to create this that often get like personally I always saw it as more of a negative thing or as lazy or not enough or being seen in a negative light to be ultra feminine to be emotional was a bad thing and the older I've gotten and the more that I've seen this kind of um merge of both of them within myself I recognize both are very 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 important and both equally as powerful feminine energy is not to be messed with we create life the ultimate form of creation comes from a female. And uh, recognizing and honoring that power that resides within you is the biggest flex you can possibly do. If you are ultra feminine and need to lean more into your masculine as to balance that out, like don't lose the feminine qualities that you possess because that's your, that's your superpower, that's your magic. But then also see like, okay, like, what areas do I want to exemplify more of some masculine traits? Do I need to be more goal-oriented? Do I need to be more structured in my approach? That was one of my ways to lean more into my, my sphere and my structure. Like, being very systematic about how I do things. And when I'm very structured and systematic about something, 
it brings me so much joy because that gives me room to be creative. That gives me the freedom to be able to lean more into my feminine because everything's that plan has already in play. But to set goals, to be able to work out, to exercise, to lift weights, to um, stand up, to state what you need, even just like a power stance of being in that confidence to be able to be everything that you are is extremely useful in order to create more of that negative or masculine energy within yourself. So once you find which one you lean into, find a few ways for you to be able to integrate a few of both traits and recognizing how do I feel when I'm in a balance of both of those energies? How do those exist within me? How do those exist within my life and the environments that I'm in? And how can I create more balance between the two of them? And once then we kind of lean in to both, I'm very curious to see how that shows up for you and what that creates for you. Because once I've leaned into both of the energies, that's when you just like, the, the universe collides and it collaborates in order to have you be seen in the most authentic and bright light possible. Because we're giving ourselves permission to be all the complete versions of who we already were, who we are, who we have, were meant to be. And that's when the beauty really starts to shine. Thank you guys so much for joining me. I hope this was useful. Um, feel free, I would love your guys' opinions on this. Feel free to share um, your thoughts in the comments or DM me I'm on Instagram, Ferrachino at, or at Ferrachino, F-E-R-R-A-H-C-H-I-N-O. We'd love to hear your thoughts or even check out my website, Coaching with Farah. I am very, you know, it's really important for me to be able to help other people see this, to be able to recognize um, best balance within their lives, within their routines, within their relationships. Um, and that's very much comes along with my coaching as well. And we all have tendencies that we just naturally fall into to be able to counter them and to be able to um, really recognize what's serving us and what's not, I think is a tool to be able to live a more complete and empowered life in everything that we do. So it was a pleasure. I love you guys. See you soon. Bye.